Energy Hot Presenta Gokusai Gokushou Oyo Kaonashi Totoro Ado So Shitty Tokobetsu Guesto Super Hajimeto Otokyo Akiyama-san Good day, avid Driftless listeners. You've tuned into Land Yacht Radio with Lefty and Red. We've got a honey of a show lined up for you today. George Dropnik from the What's the Buzz Beekeeping Society is going to stop by and give us some tips on keeping your bees happy and healthy and buzzing. Our own Cecil Stringley will be reviewing a youth orchestra concert at the Argyle Opera House. Weather and traffic updates with Herm Demmel out in Clyde. And of course, ask your neighbor. But first, let's take a break to pay some bills. Lefty What's up, Ethel? Lefty, Rad, you'll never believe what's happening! What is it? Is everything okay? Oh, more than okay. I just, I just, I just can't believe it. It's like a dream come true. Well, well, fill us in. I just read on one of my gel pen websites that the International Stationery Expo is happening next month. Oh, should we wear gloves for the B segment? I would. Did you hear me? The world's largest and most prestigious stationary event is happening after a 10-year hiatus. I just can't believe it. We'll have to get somebody to cover my shift. Wait, wait, what? If I'm going to go cover the event for the full week, we'll have to... Cover the event? Yeah, I figured the station could send me as a field reporter. And where is it exactly? Where it always is, silly. Osaka, Japan. Huh? And that's not even the best part. Listen to this. The guest of honor at the event is Hirishu Akiyama. And that's... He's the father of modern designer stationery in Japan, Lefty. He created all the great anime sticker characters. Igatsu the Happy Walrus, Damakun the Angry Pancake, and Kubi Kubi Earthquake Twins. There wouldn't be a Hello Kitty or a Botsmaru without Akiyama-san. Well, that goes without saying. He's my childhood idol. I remember as a young girl, maybe eight or nine, not knowing where I fit in, feeling like an outcast, a nobody. And then for my first communion, my Aunt Stella gave me an Akayama pen and paper set, Roomba Pumba, the hot tub monkey. And I discovered what was really important to me that day. Akayama-san reached out across the ocean and touched the heart of a little girl, sitting in a white communion dress in a bedroom in Barneveld. He was my hero, and I knew one day I would get to meet him and thank him. I figure I could fly coach to save a few dollars. I know money is tight at the moment, and I could, I could find a cheap Ryukon to stay in. Ethel, you're not going to Japan. I'm sorry, what? We just can't afford the cost of a trip like that. Money isn't tight, Ethel. It's non-existent. We're a hair's breadth from being broke. We can't afford lunch, much less a trip overseas. But, but, it's a really important story. 
I'm sure it is. And we're really sorry. Believe me, if we had the money, we'd send you. Or we'd at least think about sending you. Oh, definitely. Definitely think about it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks. I I appreciate that, I guess. Oh, boy. Lefty, there's no way we could have swung a trip like that. I know. I still feel like a heel. Me too. I don't understand, Ahab Fuzzy Belly. Don't they realize how important this is to me? How much it needs? I've waited my whole life to go to Osaka and meet Mr. Akayama. This is my dream. And we all know deep down, there's nothing more important than holding on to your dreams. If I had a dream... Ethel, no singing while we're on the air. Right, sorry, Lefty. So, I guess this is it, Lou Jacoby. I can stay here and live out my days in the drab safety of my kitty office. Or I could leave, go out there, face the cold, hard world, and chase my dream. You're right, Mr. Statsy. I don't have a choice. I have to go. I have a few dollars tucked away I was saving for some catnip toys. I can hitchhike, stay off the main highways, and make my way west. From there, I'll hop a ship or stow away on a jetliner. I don't know. I just know I have to get to the International Stationery Expo in Osaka, Japan. I have to chase my dream. Oh, my babies. I'm going to miss you also. But don't worry. I'll make sure you're taken care of while I'm gone. Dear Lefty and Red, Don't be mad, but I'm going to chase my dream. Please feed my kitties while I'm away. Buster, Shadowfax, Grimly, and Choo Choo Butt get the Purina One organic dry food, plain. Samwise, Flubber Baby, Miriam, Jean-Marc, Nemo and Pasquale get a dry mix with the wet gravy lickens. And Mr. Statsy, Ahab Fuzzy Belly, and Lou Jacoby get pure gravy lickens Lady Gland Squeezer gets the organic raw pigeon meat with a sprinkle of her GI medication mixed in with one of her anti-gas pills. Oh, my babies. I hate to leave you. Maybe I can take one of you with me. But which one? I can't play favorites. Oh, I know. The first one of you to cough up a hairball gets to accompany me on my journey to the land of the midnight sun. Ready? And go! Oh, Mr. Snazzy, I knew it would be you somehow. A close second, Flubber Baby. If the prize was for size and weight, I'm sure you'd have won. Well, into the valise, Mr. Snazzy. <laughs> Sayonara, my sweet babies. I'll miss you so. Kisses and squeezes to everyone when I get back. I'm off to chase my dream. Well, we're outside today because our guest is from the What's the Buzz Beekeeper Society over in Fenimore, George Drobdick. Welcome, George. Yep, thank you. Real good being here. So, George, I noticed you brought a stack of wooden boxes out with you, and they seem to be full of bees. Oh, you betcha. Uh, This is one of the 300 hives we got out at the Golden Honey Acre Farms in Fenimore. So, how many bees are in a hive this size? Okay, 
Hey, pick up some coffee creamer on your way back, please. An average hive has about 20,000 to 50,000 bees. Uh, I'd guess the size of this hive to be around uh, 35,000. Wow, that is a lot. Oh, ooh, I just got stung. Ow! <laughs> are you okay? Ow! Yow! Dang it! Ow! Ouch! George, are these... Ow! George, are these... Are these bees angry or something? Oh, no, that's about what they do when you get into their hive proximity. Yes, but... Ow! Ah! Ow! Shoot! They're in my hair! They're in my hair! They're in my hair! Ow! Ah! Ow! Ow! George, are... Are you... How are you not getting stung? Ow! Ow! Oh, I am for sure. Matter of fact, I've been stung a couple hundred times just standing here. Yeah, but how are you? Ow! Damn it! Sorry! Oh, ouch! Ow! Are you not feeling the... Ow! Ow! Oh, no. I've gotten quite used to it over the years. These days, it sort of feels like a warm shiatsu massage. I look forward to it. Yes, but... Ow! Ow! But... Ow! 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 Damn it! Ouch! Ow! I'm sorry. I'm out of here. Ow! Me too! Head for the pond, Red! Yeah, it feels nice. Well, I guess it's time to stick out my thumb and get this journey started, eh, Mr. Snapsy? Oh, there's a semi-truck. Well, here goes nothing. Oh my gosh, they're stopping! Hey, where are you headed? Wes! Me too! Hop on in! My name's Wanda. People call me Lumpy Wanda, because I'm, you know, Lumpy. Oh, sure. Uh, I'm Ethel. Ethel Flapsaddle. Nice to meet you. I'm going as far as Ogallala, Nebraska, if that helps. Yeah, great. Boy, this is really high up. I've never been in a big rig before. <laughs> well, now, who's that little peckerhead? Oh, that's Mr. Snotsy. He's a cat. So gathered. I hope you don't mind a pegging along. Nah, the more the merrier. It's nice to have the company. Thanks. So how long have you been driving trucks, Lumpy Wanda? Oh, pert near all my life. Started driving when I was 12. Had to tape cigar boxes to my feet so as I could reach the pedals. Oh, wow. You must have seen a lot of things traveling around the country like this. Oh, I tell you, I have some stories and curl your hair. Ooh, like what? Mm, well, let me see. All right. About 15 years ago, I'm driving a brig full of coffin liners and beanbag chairs over to Bakersfield. So I'm hidden through northern Arizona when I saw what I thought were leaves blowing across the road in the distance. Uh-huh. Now, this puzzled me since there's mostly coniferous trees in northern Arizona. Pines, firs, spruces, and the like. Nothing that would drop leaves. Yeah, sure. Well, I get closer and closer when I finally get to the leaves... I realized that they was all migrating tarantulas. Oh, bye. Hundreds of thousands of them. There were so many of them that when I hit my brakes, my rig started sliding on their guts. I was jackknifing back and forth like an old geezer's penis in a windstorm. I finally got control of the rig. I headed for the nearest truck stop. When I took a few breaths, calmed down, I actually thought maybe I was seeing things at first. Like maybe I was just getting hazy from lack of sleep. Oh, sure. But when I climbed out to gas up, I found tarantula guts and legs and abdomens caked on the inside wheel wells of the truck. Some of the ones that survived actually ended up crawling into the sleeper bed in the rig. Ew. Took me a few months to get them all out, but I did. Eventually, 
You know folks actually eat fried tarantulas in Cambodia? Oh, I did not. Oh yeah, I got all sorts of stories I could tell you. Hauling horse saddles, heavy-duty condoms. Hell, I once had a full-grown pregnant moose coming down from Ketchikan. You like light opera? Uh, sure, I guess. I am the very model of a modern major general. I've information, vegetable, and animal, and mineral. I know the kings of England, I quote the fights historical from Marathon to Waterloo in order categorical. Kalski here, inviting folks to come down and experience Bologna Fest next weekend at Furbles Park in Sauk City. We celebrate everything bologna, from fried bologna sandwiches and bologna rings to bologna hot dogs, bologna kielbasa dogs, and yes, bologna on a stick. You can learn the newest bologna recipes from our top chefs like pickled bologna, braised bologna, bologna soup, bologna fritters, and bologna wellington. But in the end, it all tastes like bologna. We also have the outhouse races, the 5K bologna run, the bologna baby contest, and we wrap it all up with the best big bologna parade where we crown the bologna king and queen with, you guessed it, bologna crowns. Oh, and there will be fireworks if it doesn't rain. So head on out to Bologna Fest this weekend at Furbles Park in Sauk City. You'll have tons of fun. And that ain't no joke. We're visiting the Arts and Culture Corner today where our resident arts expert, Cecil Stringley, is giving his review of the Youth Orchestra concert in Argyle. Cecil? Uh, hello, Red. So, Cecil, did you enjoy the concert? Hardly. Quite frankly, I've never experienced such a lackluster, clumsy, and inexperienced bunch of rattling noisemakers in my entire life. Well, Cecil, they are children. Pitiful excuses! The first group to perform were the most abysmal. Lacking tone, rhythm, discipline, they hooted and tooted and squeaked like hedgehogs put into a garbage bag and rolled over with a pontoon boat. Nine- and ten-year-olds, bah! And their lame excuses for parents standing in the aisles, grinning like drugged hyenas and snapping away with their smartphones. Cretans, I tell you. Now, Cecil... But the older children fared no better. Listening to the eleven- and twelve-year-old group flail away at Cesson's Carnival of the Animals, it was like watching my family being massacred on a beach. And what the thirteen-and-above group did to Beethoven's Furalese makes me want to retch into eternity. Cecil, maybe you're being a little hard on them. It is a youth orchestra, after all. Perhaps. It's just when I hear music being mutilated like that. I just want to... <clears throat> but you're right. There were some positive moments. The renovation of the Argyle Opera House was competent and adequate, although I don't know who chose the day-glow green for the new seat upholstery. And the brownies and macaroons on sale in the lobby were moist and quite delicious. There, you see. The Argyle Youth Orchestra performs two more nights at the Argyle Opera House. Tickets are $4. If you'd like to shatter your eardrums and make your brains bleed, well then by all means, go. Thanks, Cecil. Sounded like a great time. Now this. Well, this is as far as I go, Ethel. Thanks so much, Lumpy Wanda. This here truck stop will have plenty of folks going in all different directions. I'm sure you can find a ride. Okay, thank you. 
Well, Mr. Statsy, I guess there's no turning back now. I followed my dream this far, and I know I'll see it through to the end, because everyone has to follow their dream. If I had a dream... Need a ride, little lady? Oh, sure. Yeah, hop in. Is that right? Well, I guess you're about ready, huh? I guess. Woo! Did you see that? That one almost got me. What did? The giant bat. Didn't you see it? They're all around us. Hundreds of them, all swooping and screeching and diving around the car. Okay. What the heck is that? Oh, that's just Mr. Statsy. Hmm. Are you two married? Oh, he's a cat. Engaged? Uh... Never mind. You just hold on to this fly swatter and whack those bats as they dive, Mamas. I'll man the helm. Onward and upward! Oh, boy! Hey, Carla Hertzweiler here, inviting you to come visit Crude Carla's Bar and Grill in Fountains, where we got the best f***ing burgers in the county. You asshole p***ies don't like burgers? Well, f*** you, because Crew Carlos also has brats, pizza, and homemade pasties. Hey, and we have the biggest motherfucking beer selection in the state. Light beers, lagers, ambers, and for all you cocksucking motherfucking shit-eating Chicago yuppie f***s, Belgian IPAs. Hey, and every Sunday, we have live music in our outdoor beer garden, so all you long-haired hippie assholes with your and slut stoner girlfriends can dance your pussy butt fucking shit eating stoner asses off to some and motherfucking pompous cunt asshole shit bag crack sucking jit fucking pussy licking butt tasted pit drinking millennial acoustic folk rock band. So come on down to Crude Carla's Bar and Grill. It's just off County Road G next to fucking Elmer's Auto and Toy Museum in Fountain City. Crude Carla's family place. Excuse me, Duke, but should you be weaving all over the road like this? Mm, I'm fully in control, darling. Uh-oh, we're headed into Barstow. Time for the drugs to be kicking in. The what? I'm on a very special mission, which requires the prerequisite stash of mind and mood-altering substances to get through it. Mescaline, high-powered blotter acid, uppers, downers, screamers, laughers. Oh, you don't say. I want you to know that this is a very ominous assignment, with overtones of extreme personal danger. I'm a doctor of journalism! This is important, dammit! This is a true story. Oh, I forgot about the beer. Want one? Oh, no, thank you. How about some ether? Uh, oh, look, this is where I get off. Don't bother stopping, I'll just roll out here. Wait a minute! Come back! I have some peyote! That was a close call. You okay, Mr. Snotsy? That's good. No worse for wear. Well, here we are, stuck on a deserted highway in the middle of nowhere. It's a bump in the road, that's for sure. But sometimes we have to take the bad with the good when we're chasing our dreams. We have to look past the problems and, and see the good on the horizon. Because in the end, dreams are all we have. If I had a dream...
Hey, little lady. Gonna get yourself killed singing like that in the middle of the road. Oh, sorry. I didn't see you. I'm the good Reverend Barry Westerman. I'm Ethel Slapsaddle, and this here is Mr. Snapsy. Oh, you two need a ride? We're heading for the coast. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Everyone, this is Ethel. Ethel, this is God's Faith Finders USA. Jesus loves you, Ethel. Cool. Red, have you seen Ethel? I wanted to give her some more contacts for ad calls. Yeah, she went into town to get some uh, coffee creamer. Ethel doesn't drink coffee. Well, that's what she said. She was going to go chase down some cream or something like that. Hmm, go figure. Well, at least she's trying to do something useful. Be nice. Hey, how are the bee stings? Not bad. The swelling's going down, so I can almost see out of my left eye. You? I can almost sit on my left cheek. Every bump's a boost. Later. I'm going on a trip and Jesus Christ is helping back. Just look inside and see the contents of my sack. Take it, Kurt. I'm bringing peace and love and my camera in my sack. I'm going on a trip and Jesus Christ has helped me pack. I'm going on a trip and Jesus Christ has helped me pack. Just look inside and see the contents of my sack. Your turn, Celine. I'm bringing my Bible and a Twinkie in my sack. I'm going on a trip and Jesus Christ has helped me pack. I'm going on a trip and Jesus Christ has helped me pack. Just look inside and see the contents of my sack. Join us, Ethel. I'm bringing my wallet. Wait a minute, where'd it go? I hate to cast aspersions, but I think that we all know. It was very nice. It's just funny, you know, because what would Jesus want with my wallet? Then again, why would he help me pack? Right there, now the Son of God with a vested interest in such obscure choice, you know. Uh, who's to say we couldn't endow him with some kind of comical greed? <laughs> Not that Jesus is greedy, you know. But, but that's why it would be funny if he was. You wouldn't expect Jesus to steal your wallet or to roller skate or crush a beer can on his head. It's, you know, it's out of character. <coughs> It's time once again for Lefty and Red's Ask Your Neighbor. The call-in show where you give advice, post a problem, make an announcement, or just swap and barter goods and services with the folks in the area. No money changes hands, no hard feelings. It's our little local radio version of a church street fair. Without all the antique milk bottles, third-rate caricature artists, or stolen car stereos. Hi, welcome to Ask Your Neighbor. There's a coat on the post. I'm sorry, come again? This is Harold Hornbacher over in Lafarge. There's a coat on a post. I was walking just off Main Street, you know, on Dyker's Road, and there I sees a bright yellow-green coat hanging on a post near the hiking trail by Veterans Park. You're real nice. Got the puffy sleeves and the goose-down filler and what have you. Looks real expensive, like a mail-order type thing. And how can we help? 
Well, I was gonna maybe take the coat and put a notice on the lost and found bulletin board at the library, but then I was afraid someone might see me take it and accuse me of stealing it or whatever the heck. Yeah, that could happen. So then I just thought I'd call and let whoever know that their coat is hanging on a post over here and that they'd better come and pick it up. I mean, I'll wait here for a while just to make sure no one else takes it, but I gotta be home in a few hours, so... Okay, so if anyone left a yellow-green puffy coat hanging on a post over at Veterans Park in Lafarge, give us a call. Hi, you're on Ask Your Neighbor. Hello, this is Bernice Graham. In What's up, Bernice? Well, I wanted to let that fellow in Lafarge know that if no one claims that puffy coat, we'd certainly take it over here at the Wolf and Meow Pet Store. Dolores, one of the owners, well, her daughter Kylie is a whiz on the sewing machine, and she turns winter coats into beautiful cat and dog beds that she sells in the store. That's pretty creative. So just letting you know, we'll take that puffy coat if it goes unclaimed. Got it, Bernice. We'll keep an ear open. Welcome to Ask Your Neighbor. Hi, this is Bert Coombs over in Lime Ridge. What's on your mind, Bert? Well, in regards to that puffy coat, uh, I'd be careful and look around there and make sure there ain't no dead body or anything lying nearby. Uh, a coat on a post is suspicious as all heck. It's a little scary, if you ask me. Well, thanks for the input, Bert. Yeah, I'll be standing by to dial 911 if you need me. You're on Ask Your Neighbor with Lefty and Red. Yeah, this is Herm Dammel over in Clyde. What's up, Herm? Yeah, say, I'd really like to take that puffy coat off of Harold's hands if nobody comes to claim it. I've been operating with a pretty ragtag winter coat the last few seasons. Really? Oh, yeah. It was my grandpa's. He wore it during the big war. But it's seen better days, I gotta say. I've been taking this stuff in newspapers in the sleeve to keep the cold out the last few seasons, so a nice puffy coat like that would sure do the trick. Okay, we'll let Harold know if the coat goes unclaimed. Welcome to Ask Your Neighbor. This is Harold Hornbacher calling back again. Seems Audrey Furley was out walking her dog on the hiking trail. She got a little overheated, so she hung her yellow-green coat on the post. She came back after her hike to reclaim it, so all clear on the puffy coat. Harold Hornbacher signing off. Thanks, Harold. Woo, that's a relief. Another lost coat mystery put to rest. And that's all the time we have for Ask Your Neighbor. Now this. Well, thank you, Doug and Francois. Oh, it's our pleasure, eh? We are Canadians, so we are naturally nice to people. You take care, Ethel. We hope you get to Osaka, Japan, okay? And if you need a ride back, you got my number. I'm always home about five. Yep. Thanks again, fellas. Well, Mr. Statsy, here we are. Ready to cross the ocean and meet our dreams. It's a long way off and a lot of miles to cover. But I know we're going to be worth it. Because everybody needs to chase their dream. If I had a dream... Something I can help you with, little lassie. Yes. Are any of these ships going to Japan? Ah, yes, sirree. The one you see right behind me, the Tainted Lady. She's got a horde full of wicker baskets and Vietnamese potbelly pigs ready for slaughter. We set sail in half an hour to dock in Tokyo Harbor three days' time. 
I'm Captain Willie McManus, and I run this ship. Oh, that's terrific. Is there any way I could possibly hitch a ride on the Tainted Lady? Well, anyone who sails on the Tainted Lady got to pull their weight. Do you cook? Um, not really. Clean and swab decks? Uh, marginally. How about singing calming Vietnamese lullabies to anxiety-ridden potbelly hogs? Dam ching treng, vo te ba cho ming meng mong, tang bat mo. You're hired. On board with you, lassie. Oh, and no pets. I'm sorry, what? I said thanks, Captain Willie. Ah, there's a good lass. Well, that's all the time we have for Land Yacht Radio this week. Tune in again for more exciting stories and news reports from the Driftless region. From all of us here at WYLR Radio. Do you want to come with? Then come here once. Will Ethel make it to Osaka in time for the International Stationery Expo? And if so, will she be able to meet her hero, Akiyama-san? And will she remember to bring back the coffee creamer? For answers to these and other questions, tune in again to Land Yacht Radio with Lefty and Red. Same cat time, same cat channel.